0: Let's open the show with the Country Racing Show.
1: We've got all the racing news and people from around Victoria. Racing's greatest state.
2: Welcome along to Colrain, Bendigo, Ballarat,
3: Waterball, F365, Geelong. And good morning, everybody, from Swan Hill. Welcome to the South Turf Club. Already. Off they
1: go. For Country Racing Victoria, this is the Country Racing Show.
3: Where we belong. Country
0: Race is strong. It's got it all. Yes, time for the country racing show, what is probably the busiest time for country racing in Victoria. Nikita Ross, good morning to you.
1: Good morning, Matty. Uh Second last show of 2022. 20
0: yeah. Yes, the last one will be with just you two because I'm on holidays in a couple you of days. Time. I'm not thinking about that at all, though. We're, we're <laughs> not crawling to the finish line or anything. Well, I, the I am too, Maddie. I'm yeah.
1: away too, but I would oh, like to just say up. that I'm fronting up. and um, loyalty, you know, yeah, being yeah.
3: loyal oh, well, to the
1: show.
0: Give me Matt a call if you want. I don't know what I'm doing next <laughs> no. Thursday, but Matt's if I see
3: it, I may or may not answer. Thongs, board shorts and a wine shirt on here today. <laughs>
0: looking forward to that warm weather as i'm sure the country race uh, race clubs around victoria are as well nikita because yeah. it's yep. going to be hot this weekend so those meetings on boxing day are going to be uh you'll need to make sure you slip uh, slip slop and
1: slap absolutely it's um yeah there's obviously we've gone from one extreme to the other haven't we with uh plenty of tough times and wet weather and then now it's going to be uh, a scorcher next week but so many meetings, especially on Boxing Day as you mentioned and even last weekend I ducked out to Ye and uh, the picnics there and what a terrific day that was yeah. great weather, relaxed atmosphere and everyone was having a, a great day on course so yep. um, yeah, it's it's really good that a lot of these smaller clubs uh, uh, have their once a year meetings or maybe yep. twice a year meetings, we've got Kerrang, Burrumbi which we're going to talk to to the President there, Jock Charles, very very shortly and just a great time to find a country meeting.
3: Boxing Day would probably be one of the busiest days of the year, wouldn't it? I'd yeah. reckon it. New Year's yep. Day, yep. Maybe right. Easter.
1: Right over that uh, that period. There's yeah. There's just so many different meetings right around mm. Uh, mm. the state. So plenty of opportunity, cosy for everyone to to find a meeting near them. And uh, yeah, there's. As I mentioned, some real, really um, great clubs
3: that, are, that yeah. are doing a great job, and places like and those. If you get to a picnic or a real country meeting, if you've never been, go along. They yeah, are like yeah. absolute ripper days out. Yeah. We were talking before about the catering and being a food fan myself. Yeah. I mean, you get there, particularly if you get the Lions clubs or the CWA or one of those behind it. It's just wonderful. And they're great people, beautiful food, and just. It's an honest day out at the races.
1: Yeah, no doubt. And mm. there was even uh, at yay uh, a couple of people that were. I, I took the camera out and they were high-fiving and I've got an action shot of them both up in the <laughs> air high-fiving as the horse went across the line. And, yeah. you know, they obviously don't race for big money. It's, it's definitely no Flemington. But mm. just to see the excitement, the joy that, that people get out of, you know, country racing and, and the picnics, um, yeah, that's what makes it yeah, all so special. Yeah, we
0: often talk about why these meetings are so special because, you know, the, the laid-back atmosphere, and we, as we were talking about off-air, it's an opportunity for you to get together with your mates in that sort of relaxed environment where you don't have to take yourselves too seriously, you don't have to dress up, you can just spend a day together watching a few races, having a bet and and eating some food. And it's, just a, it's a lovely way to spend an afternoon, especially when the weather's great.
4: Mm.
3: Yep. Bar and B to be a great spot to go to in shocks with us now.
0: Yeah, we've got the president of the, uh, the Bar and Beat Racing Club, Jock Charles, I believe on the line now. Yep, there he is. Uh, good morning to you, Jock. Thanks for your time.
2: Uh, that's, that's fine. Sorry, I didn't catch the name. Who was?
0: Uh, you've got Matt Nevitt, Sean Cosgrove and Nikita Ross here. So you'll be doing well if you can remember all three names, but. Sean and Nikita. Yep, yeah, that's it. Matt, Sean, Nikita. You can write it down if you like. We'll give you a minute. Um, we're looking forward to Bar and Beat in a week's time. How excited are you to get that meeting underway again?
2: Yeah, it'll be terrific. We, We've had sort of um, smallish crowds the last two years. We've been up to continually run through the COVID period but with smaller crowds, but, yeah, it should be full steam ahead this year, so we're very excited.
3: Jog, how's the uh, the weather affected you? I you're a clay base at that track, aren't you?
2: Pretty much a sand base, actually, so we're very, very lucky. I mean, even the sand base tracks have caught the flogging this year, but um, it's, looking at the weather forecast, I'm expecting that track will be spot on.
1: Now, Jock, I've heard plenty of good things about Beat uh, from some Ballarat locals. So, mm. let us know what's uh, what's on for the day. What's planned?
2: It's a real family day, Nikita. We we focus on um, families and kids, so we we put a heap of kids' activities on um, the sort of rock climbing, telesports sports, run sports sessions, and just just a lot of kids' activities, which are all free, and kids get in the gates for free as well. So. That encourages mum and dad to come along and be able to relax and enjoy themselves as well. So a real family day, pretty good racing on the day as well. 9 We'll either have nine or eight, I'm not sure, I haven't seen it yet, but um races on the day. But yeah, we're, we're, we're pretty pumped. It's a very, very chilled day, New Year's Day. Most people have done a bit of damage to themselves New Year's Eve and are pretty just up for a relaxing day New Year's Day.
3: Yeah. Jock, one good thing there, looking at the shape of the track, you're not too far from the action. It's only about 1,400 metres around, isn't it?
2: That's correct, yeah, yeah, short track, short straight, so you want to be sort of making uh, making your run well before the straight if, you, if you're going to take out the cup.
3: It actually looks like you're turning almost all the way once you go out of the straight, you're continually on a bend.
2: Yeah, pr- pretty much, there's a bit of a back straight, but um, yeah, then there's a very, very long bend, so um, yeah, from about the 800 on... You're running around a bend. This a is life.
0: this is a meeting that's been around for quite some time, isn't it, Jock? I know it's uh, the people that I talk to in Ballarat that have been there for years and years. It's it's got quite the reputation for for its New Year's Day activities.
4: 132 years, yep. actually,
2: they've been been running it continuously, and it's got a pretty colorful history. So um, probably probably sort of had some down years uh, around the 80s, but we've we've picked it back up again. Expecting a crowd of sort of between four and 5,000 uh, this year. So, yeah, it is, um, it, as I said, it's a really relaxed day. It, it's hard to replicate the atmosphere that we're able to get at Burrumbi at that, that any other venue I've been to anyway.
1: Jock, I would imagine that you've got a few Ballarat local trainers that like to get there and support the club. Do you know any that have, have locked in the date and they'll be heading that way with a few of their horses?
2: Oh, look, there's plenty of, plenty of local trainers, so I'm sure um, Patrick... Normally supports us pretty well, and um, yeah, hope, hopefully they do. Some of them have probably got you know horses that more more aimed at Flemington this year than than here now that the local trainers are doing so well. But some smaller trainers too locally, which um, always support us, which is you know good stories. People with four or five horses in work and have have often sort of won the won the chocolates on the day. So. Some good stories usually come out of it.
3: Jock, I'm tipping, looking at the shape of that track and the distance around it, if you can get a front-runner straight to the front and put, just put the pedal to the metal.
2: <laughs> it's pro- probably not a bad tip. I haven't seen too many taken down the straight <laughs> over the last 15 years that I've been coming, but um, it does happen occasionally. But, yeah, you have, to be, you have to be on a pretty pretty speedy horse to do that.
3: So there you go. If you're going to Beach, just look for a front-runner
0: yeah it's a bit a bit like Tarang the other day yeah <laughs> the red hot rails hey uh jock appreciate your time on on big v racing looking forward to the meeting in, in a week's time um should be exciting and for those that haven't got a ticket but are keen to to head along how do they how do they jump on and grab one
2: oh well it's all on online so if they jump on the um country racing website they'll be able to to book book ticket pre-book tickets otherwise you can still buy you just buy tickets at the gate we've got a We've sold out of Marquise, which is terrific. Mm-hmm. We've still got, about, oh, I think, about nine umbrellas left, which you can get an umbrella right, right on the track side. Which I'm, I'm just standing in front of the umbrella area now, and it's um, that's a great spot to watch
3: yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, you've had some handy horses win the cup over the years. Blue Collar Jack got the money.
2: Before, you you might be going before. My, when was that?
3: Ah, uh, he was a while ago. He was back in 2010. Kenny Keys. Oh
2: yeah, yeah,
3: Might yeah. have been. Helmsman oh, won there as well. Kids. There's some good yeah, horses Heisland, go there.
2: Heisman recently. Um, I had I I my first year I had one called Scalard, a grey that um it won the greys race on Melbourne Cup day and it it came and won the the Bar and Beat Cup for us then backed up and won the Wood End Cup. So there
0: you yeah, go, yeah, yeah, Fle- yeah, Flemington to Bar and great form lines.
2: Bar and beat form is good.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> so, often yes. they go on and win in Melbourne after that. That's Bar and so. You're picking a
3: fight here, Matty. Look yeah, out. Yeah, I love
0: it. <laughs> hey, uh, I reckon th- th- those umbrellas, they'll get filled up pretty quickly, I reckon, over the next week or so. So, hey, Jock, appreciate your time. Uh, good luck for the meeting. Um, yeah, can't wait for it.
2: Thanks for giving us a plug, guys. Good on you, Jock.
0: Yeah. There's the, pre- the Bears, the president of the Bar and Beat Racing Club, Jock Charles, joining us ahead of their meeting on uh, January 1st, New Year's Day, which will be, of course, a Sunday this year. So. For those of us that get the opportunity to have the Monday off work, that extra day, fantastic. For those of us that don't, like you and me, Cosy, mm. it might be a little bit tricky, but we'll see how we go. We'll see well, how we go. you
3: should walk on there with the punter slogan, I'll never get beat at Bar and Beat. Think positive yeah. when you go there.
0: <laughs> it's a good slogan, isn't it? <laughs> right. I'll never get beat at Bar and Beat. <laughs> it's 16 to 12. We'll take a break on Big V Racing. What caught my eye is next, and we'll also catch up with Liam Howley, who's got runners today, and also one at the Valley. Yes, welcome back to Big V Racing here with Matt Nevad and Sean Cosgrove. Nikita Ross is also with us. For the country racing show, we're a couple of minutes out from the first race at Melton in the trots today. They're starting nice and early. We've got heats for the Vic, uh, Vic Bread Super Series on there today at Melton. Favourite in race one is the five roll with Roscoe. It's at $3.70. Currently fixed odds with Tab. Uh, what caught my eye this week? Uh, I was told off last week for going to you every week, Cozzy. So again, I'll go to you first in Nikita so we don't double up. You've
1: talked this up. I don't know if you were ever told well, off. I think at we any need point, a lead but... with, with the one that's <laughs> okay. been probably
0: had the most thought put into it as well.
1: Uh, Mine's mine's well off left field this week Uh, I'd be surprised if we double up But the Wangreda Turf Club uh, posted a couple of videos on their Twitter the other day And they were stables competing in in competitions There was egg and spoon There was some Mm. water activities And uh, I gave Sean, the manager there, a call And and said what was going on And um, what actually it was It was an initiative by a few of the local trainers To get together and have a a big racing Christmas party Great idea Um, So they did that a couple of years ago and then this year the Wangaratta Turf Club have come on board and support it, Open the bar um, and everyone basically that uses the track, yep. um, local and, and around the region are invited and they get together and just have a basically a big Christmas party, all the trainers, stables and um, gee, it looked like a really yeah. fun day and we know how hard... That, that trainers and, uh, well, everyone in the industry works. So for them to have that opportunity to just relax and, and have a, a terrific day and, uh, and be supported by the Wang Club, I thought was really good. So that That's a, that's great what idea. That's my a eye.
0: ripper. Yep. Absolutely. What have you got for me this week, Cosy? Matt
3: Kamani. Yep. Purely because, alright, he takes horses. To see. He won at Sandown yesterday with uh, Tycoon Beck. Yep. Uh, part owned by, uh, Gary Sweet and, um, it's by Chris Judd, a few yes. of the big names yep. there. Yep. But the other good thing is, he takes his horses and places them well, in the country. Uh, I went to Tarang and won Speakeasy, won at Horsham. He took Tom the starter, to Colac, and got the money. Regal, Valor to Kynan, Slate to Wangarata. Yep. And in his last 20 starters, seven of them are won. His last 20
0: starters, that is it. Seven winners, which is
3: absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Seven out of his last 20, uh, Which and the, the thing I like is he's prepared to take them where they'll win, yep. and previously, and Matt might well, be saying this, but previously, I used to associate Matt more with horses from a mile up, yep. they'd win, but now he's getting sprinters in his stable, and they're winning over a 1,000 metres, which is fantastic, yep. so he's got a better spread of, of horses now.
0: He had that good middle distance yeah. horse, Quay uh, Quay, is it, that won the showdown a couple of years ago? Didn't yep. probably quite go on with it after that, but... Yeah, you're right. He, he, good on him, too, because he, he probably had had a little bit of a leaner patch before he got on a winning run. So it's good to see him being rewarded with a few winners. Mm. And I believe he's overseas at the moment. So maybe yes. his staff are doing all It might, it, well, it might be his well, staff that I, he's we'll trained give, up. We'll give Matt the flick. Matt's yeah. staff. Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's done a great job. Seven out of his last 20, that's a very, very good strike rate.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm good friends with his racing manager, actually, as well. I played football with him. So um, he's doing a stellar job, I would believe. Uh You weren't here earlier in the week. Uh, Cosy. When I had Jock McArthur on the program, I don't mm. know whether you were listening to it or not, but Matty Stewart came in the studio. Jock McArthur had one runner at Tarang earlier in the week. It was thirty-five to one when we looked in the morning. Anyway, we had a chat to him about a few things from years ago, um, called a, a thing called a, a, the Meningolt Cup, which was run um, sort of. Off Broadway. Uh, I don't know whether it was particularly legal at the time, but anyway, it was a fun thing that they did years ago, years ago. Anyway, at the one run at Tarang, he, he didn't give us a push for it at all. Mm. Said it'll run midfield. It got up, won, paid sixty dollars on the tote in the first race. <laughs> and uh for those listening, uh Santa Claus I, has arrived. I, it caught my eye and it also broke my heart. For those yeah. listening <laughs> would be well aware of that because I was my words on air were I was defeated. Um didn't have anything on it. The sixty fives. Oh. <laughs> unbelievable. Yep. Anyway, uh all, they were all winning on the speed there at Tarang. On, on Tuesday. This is Big V Racing. You're with Matt Nevit and Sean Cosgrove, and the Country Racing Show with Nikita Ross. Liam Howley will join us in a moment as well to discuss his runners over the next couple of days. But before we get to Liam, Nikita, uh, what lies ahead in country racing over the next week or so?
1: Yeah, as we touched off of the top, Maddie, it's a, a massive time in, in country racing, um, and we've got our summer offer, which is uh, really, really fantastic. So from Boxing Day at uh, a number of events, I think there's 29 events that we've got free kids entry, uh, free Kelly Sports yep. on uh, on track there, and also a free kids sports merchandise pack. And these are amazing. Yeah. I wouldn't mind one for myself. There's a backpack, football, netball, sweat towel, a pump, a stopwatch, training cones and a $20 sports power voucher. Sensational. So basically you take the kids along, enrol them into the, the Kelly Sports Supervised Activities and you can uh, take home a merchandise pack. So I think they'll be keenly uh, sought after, so make sure you get in early, but it just makes it mm. all the more reason to go really. A great family day and, uh, and affordable as well because yeah. uh, you can entertain the kids all day and it uh, won't cost a thing.
0: You'd like a Kelly Sports Pack, wouldn't you, Cozzy?
3: Well, I haven't got a six-pack, so I'd have to go with one of those. <laughs> yeah. I wonder
0: how you get one of those. Uh, Liam Howley joins us now. He's got runners this afternoon at Wangaratta and also taking Station 1 to Mooney Valley on Saturday. Uh, good morning to you, Liam. Thanks for your time. Morning, guys.
2: No
4: worries.
0: Hey, uh, what did you make of Station 1's last run? It was, a, it was a stronger race, obviously, after coming through the Kite and Cup. What did you make of his run? Yeah, he just
4: probably got a bit worked up. I'd say a little bit of a firm track going off a soft deck of Bendigo into a rock hard track there at Pakenham. I might have just unsettled him a little bit, but, um, yeah, he's come through it well and hopefully uh, bounce back on Saturday.
0: Just on the, the dry track, so is he is he not really that adept to, to to going on them or is his record sort of a bit misleading there? Because I'd expect they're going to be on a firm surface on Saturday at the Valley.
4: Yeah, just, again, probably a bit inconclusive, to be yeah. honest. I was sort of searching for answers really with him. So I'm sort of hoping that uh, the Strathair surface at the Valley just got a, a little bit more forgiving, hopefully. Um, than what some of the other tracks can be this time of year. So we'll see. Uh, we'll certainly learn a bit more about
3: him on Saturday anyway. Liam, you've had a lot of experience with internationals. Frankly, Rosie uh, by Frankel. She had two runs in November a year ago and uh, then raced in April this year. Uh, has she tested your patience a bit or is she just one of those that needs time? Uh,
4: testing my patience would be an understatement.
3: <laughs> I wondered that. <laughs>
4: she's, um, she's got all the, all the ability in the world that uh, probably just has a struggle to put the... Uh, the mental side of the game uh, together with the physical. But, uh, yeah, we'll give her a long break, Uh, a little bit of a mishap at Cranbourne. We'll give her a long spell and a nice slow build-up, and hopefully today she can um, kick off in uh, good style, hopefully good prep ahead.
3: I'm just looking. You'd have a fair gear bag. Earmuffs went on, crossover noseband, earmuffs pre-race only, set of winkers. You've uh, you've tried a few things.
4: Yeah, look, we've played around with it, just trying to find the right mix for her. Uh, Again, just that sort of mental side. She's got a real quirk to it, but um actually went and her older brother there to try and learn a bit more about her, and uh, he didn't help me either, so uh, <laughs> we'll just keep, uh, keep searching for answers.
1: Liam, race number six, you've got Abel Rain, a lightly raced five-year-old, uh, third up here, and the recent runs have been a little bit spaced. Where is he at?
4: Yeah, look, he's a, he's a horse. We've uh, had a bit of a rebuild. We've really came back out of Hong Kong, um, sort of struggled with his soundness, so hence why the the space between runs, we've just tried to look after him and uh, get him feeling good, and I've always thought that once we got him up and tripped and see his best, didn't really handle wet tracks, so again, just that spacing, trying to get rid of the uh, 10 months of winter that we had, and uh, find the better ground, so here we are today, and hopefully yeah, he's ready to go.
3: Champinski, you've got in as well, had a year off almost at one mm-hmm. stage before you got it into work.
4: Yeah, she had a tendon injury, um, nice long, slow build-up, but really patient owners, thankfully, and uh, she had a good win at uh, Werribee last preparation. She's knocking on the door in every run. She rarely puts in a bad, uh, bad race. So uh, she'll kick off today. She'll certainly improve for the run. But she's uh, pretty forward in condition. So hopefully, John Barry won't put herself there. And um, yeah, we'll see what
3: happens. Liam, it's interesting, I mentioned, and you've had a terrific uh, experience with the international three days at Macedon Lodge and so forth, and I'd imagine some of the other places you worked. Years ago, we used to always say they'd come out the imports and they'd almost need a season to acclimatise and then tip them out and bring them back, and the second prep was always the best. These days, though, has that changed? No, I don't
4: think so. I think um, that acclimatisation still... Uh a big part of it, uh, the, the change in style of racing and uh, particularly adapting to our tracks. Probably, uh, you know, this issue is probably with the, the anomaly with the softer tracks. I know when I was at Mass and I was just begging for a soft track and we'd turn up at Flemington every day, it'd be a good two, but um, nowadays he's a bit different, so uh, probably a bit luckier at the time, right?
0: Yeah, certainly in recent times. What about for your stable at the moment? Liam, Are you have you been expanding a little bit more, buying up at, at some sales of recent times?
4: Uh, look, Yeah, you know, we're obviously only two years old. We've been pretty aggressive in the yearling market, took that route as opposed to going the, the trite horse mark. Um, so we're still you know, still maturing. Um, I still think we're probably 12 months away from being a, um, a competitive stable. We've got 40 in work and predominantly all two- and three-year-olds. So uh, yeah, hopefully after this autumn, we're going to have a, a seasoned group of horses that are ready to start putting their hand up and taking our time with them. So hopefully we'll get the rewards.
1: Have you got one of those two or three year olds that are getting you out of bed excited to get down to the stables, Liam, that uh, you really can't wait to see at the track?
4: Virtual oh, Circle back in work now. It's um, hopefully a really exciting autumn ahead. Um, some really nice two year olds. We bought some really nice fillies uh, last year, so hopefully, um, we got a couple of those that sort of hopefully put their hand up nice and early, and then uh, a couple that'll uh, come on later on. But uh, certainly got some good pedigrees there, and uh, they're showing us. Uh, there's enough there to uh, get excited about at this stage in their trip, so fingers crossed.
3: And Liam, you, your CV, you've got a pretty fair, well, a lot of experience behind you. Just run through where you kicked off and where you've been, because you've been in some good spots.
4: Yeah, it's been a, a journey. Um was lucky enough to get on the uh, get off bike start early doors and do a little bit of work with Danny O'Brien before that, and then, um, yeah, sort of uh, Mike DeCock in Dubai, and, Good often, uh then went back to England and worked for Angus Gold, you know, sort of racing manager type capacity, and then came home, worked for the Freedmans. Uh, a little bit of time at Cranbourne with Robbie Griffiths, into Corfield, Robert Smurton, and then um, out
3: to Masson. Well, through, uh,
4: pretty good CV, Cozzy. Hey,
0: uh, Liam Howley's with us on the line. Liam, before we let you go, uh, what's your best there today at Wangarata? Things get a little bit tight money-wise for a lot of people over the, the summer months, so we'd love a winner if you've got one.
4: Uh, I think Abel Rain. I think he's uh, up to the trip, I thought uh, would really suit him and hopefully the the weather can stay away and we can end up on a good track and uh, he should put his best foot forward.
0: Do we have something on Station 1 tomorrow each way?
4: Yeah, on Saturday, yeah, I think he's he's hopefully bounced back and uh, he's shown me in his work at home that he's ready to go, so we'll see.
0: All right, we'll do that. Uh, All the best over the weekend, Liam.
4: Sorry, Scott.
0: For me. There's Liam Howley there joining us, uh, going through his runners over the next couple of days or so. He's a m- remarkable CV, isn't mm. it, Cosy, That he's got worked all over the world, and that Godolphin Flying Start program. I think it was the Dali Flying Start yeah. program back in the day when he went through it. It seems to be a great way for for young people to to learn the ropes of in the industry and get some great foundations.
3: Well, they do it properly. That's mm. the reason. Yeah. Mm. And you look, I'd love to know one day we're chaplain in the. Uh, the horses he handled at Masseter Lodge, was, there would have been some brilliant gallopers go through there. You know, some of them didn't get to the races, mm. but others did. And, well, they won Melbourne Cups. They're not good RSI winning Melbourne Cups, but you know, there must have been some impressive ones there. Yeah.
0: Hey, uh, Nikita, we'll let you go, but uh, have a Merry Christmas. So you're heading home today, this afternoon? Yep.
1: I will, yeah, I'll battle the the traffic. But um, yeah, for anyone interested, uh, if you head on the country racing website, country.racing.com, for Details yep. and tickets for all the different meetings that are right across. There's a huge lineup of of cups coming up. Uh Neil, Barum Beat, Bur- Bur- B- Woodford, Mansfield, Camperdown, yay. So, yeah, so many good meetings to head to. So yep. if, if you head on the Country Racing website, you can find all the details. Yeah,
0: great call. Cool. Jump on yeah. the, uh, the website, book a ticket, and get along to the races over the next couple of weeks. Have a Merry Christmas, Nikita. I'll catch up with you in the new year.
3: Thanks. Good on you, Nikita. Yes. And I hope Santa brings you something illegal, immoral or fattening or all three.
0: <laughs> is that what you, is that what you'd be <laughs> going I'll for? i put in for,
3: don't worry. If you get the nice bit, I'll, I'll put right, down I'll... I've been naughty.
0: Yeah, I'll think about that in the <laughs> ad break. We need to head to one on Big V Racing. We'll come back with the first from Warrigal.